0: You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. This is part two of my conversation with Indrani Ghosh, author of Spiced, Smoked, Pickled, Preserved: Recipes and Reminiscences from India's Eastern Hills. But you also, you know, dealt with things that, I mean, I don't know, generally in the mainstream, people haven't written much about, about, you know, leaving leaving the Northeast and, you know, returning to the plains, this thing about uh, political divisions and how, and you've mentioned, you know, in a very, uh, in a sort of, you just give it a couple of sentences about how one of somebody's nephew was. uh, Yes, my cousin's son, yeah. That's that was really- a
1: terrible time, you know, Manjula. And it was just after we left. And because okay. my father worked for the uh, government, uh, he okay. could see what was going to come after that. So once the Hill State was formed, he said, look, uh, we can't stay here anymore. We have to move. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and the incident I've written about happened maybe uh, within six months of our leaving, you know.
0: Oh, my God. But what yeah, exactly?
1: it was terrible then. What exactly happened? What happened was, uh, you know, they didn't they didn't approve of intermarriage anymore, right? Huh. Now, this was very strange because uh, this had not occurred to anybody before that, right? Okay. So, okay. in fact, there were many marriages between Khasis and Bengalis, right? Hmm. Hmm. And all of a sudden, this came about. And we had all these foster aunts and uncles who were khasi, you know, and Mm. we didn't see that divide. But then suddenly this came about and during that ethnic cleansing, uh, Mm. there were instances of how water would be supplied to only khasi households and nothing to the Bengali households, that kind of thing. So this young cousin, he was about 25 maybe, he had Mm. just joined work as a, lecturer in uh, uh, Boys College, and Mm -hmm. he had married this young uh, woman who was Kasi. She was Mm -hmm. about 23, say, and during that time, uh, a whole horde of people, nobody knows who they were, you know, they came and they surrounded his house and they just set it on fire.
0: My God. Yeah.
1: So, Yeah. So and then my cousin years. also came away to Calcutta, you know. Yeah, it was his middle son. He had three.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What a what a what a shock it must have been to the whole family and oh, to yes. the entire community actually.
1: So. But you know that kind of thing happened during the clash between the Assamese and the Bengali also. You know, okay. one of my uncles used to be principal of the engineering college there. His house yeah. was raided and he had to, you know, just leave and come away to Shillong and stay with us. They could bring almost nothing with them. Okay. These things happened, you know. Hmm. Yeah, they aren't recorded because nobody wants to record them, I think.
0: Yeah, maybe the memory is too painful. Maybe.
1: Know? Maybe. Hmm. So I was telling my children... Uh, I said, you know, I don't think anybody will be happy with this book. Uh, neither the Assamese, nor the Bengalis, nor the Brahmos nor the communists. And my <laughs> son said, yeah, yeah, ma, everybody's waiting for your cookbook. <laughs> Which I thought, yeah, sure, it shouldn't be like that.
0: <laughs> well, that's a typical son comment. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So, no, you, you, but you have brought out all these I don't know whether nobody will be happy with the book but it kind of puts everything in perspective and what a single and how a single family right. through the generations goes through so many things right right. and and how politics affects our lives exactly in, in exactly. very real ways you
1: know. yeah
0: right right I mean in mm-hmm. fact when I was reading the book and you, you have like dispatched such huge events in, in like maybe a paragraph and I was thinking uh, I don't know some people could take each of these things and make a novel on them you know mm-hmm. on on your aunt your younger aunt uh, yes. and her uh, uh, and the boy who you yes. know, loved her. yeah the code button story right yes the code yeah. button story yeah. talk about that you know Oh, well,
1: it's exactly as I've written it, you know, like uh, my youngest aunt, uh, around the time she was 90, uh, yeah. she said, look, I don't know how long I'm going to live and there are some things that I should give you and something mm-hmm. that I want to show you. And she gave me my father's uh, poems, you know, those verses yeah. that he wrote to them. Yes. And she showed me this button. And she said, mm-hmm. this is what I have. On the time from from the time I was 16 hmm. and I, I didn't ask her about it but I knew that story because my mother told me you know hmm. the two hmm. of them seemed to be in love but then you know it wasn't possible and uh, you know the 17 infantry division uh, was shifted out of Shillong very soon after so hmm. yeah it just wasn't possible uh um, you
0: know, also interracial, racial right so i
1: suppose even that, uh, would have been... that wasn't an issue in the family actually no
0: because mm. uh, we have
1: a lot of relatives who have married interracially okay. so that wasn't an issue. The issue was that he was a soldier and uh, uh, he was uh, not he was in the army he was going to go away. Not only that, uh, you know, what it happens in families, especially Indian families, is that you have to know their antecedents. He's That's just true. a farm boy after all, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Mm.
0: Mm. And and then he what, what? He died in Burma.
1: Oh, yeah, they were all killed. You know, that entire division was completely eradicated. God. Yeah. Yeah. It's the longest uh,
0: retreat that's known in British history. Yes. Mm. Yeah, you mentioned that. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You know, I was like reading that, bit and I was thinking, my God, there are, like so many feelings and, you know, so many dreams and uh, all sorts of things which just vanish. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's the way it goes, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sadly, that seems to be the way it goes. So... Okay, so tell me which is your favorite, um, yeah, this green and, that, and this green mango chutney is also a very good recipe. Ah,
1: which is this gorgeous. is the season
0: for it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your book is making my mouth water. <laughs> uh-huh. You should try it. I'm sure you get green yeah. mangoes, right? Yes, yes, of course. Yeah. So, um, now, now tell me which is your personal favorite and why recipe. Uh,
1: my personal favorite in vegetarian mm. recipes, uh, I think I like uh, the beans with mint and garlic. Oh,
0: okay. okay.
1: And uh, dals, I like all dals, you know, <laughs> but you, I can't really <laughs> choose. I like all dals. So. But uh, recently, I tried out this uh, moog dal with orange
0: sections, you know, which is very oh. nice in summer. Right? Moon dal with orange sections. Yeah. That's like a it's unusual combination.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that is also one of my aunts, meaning my father's sister's recipe, you know. She used okay. to cook very interesting dals and also the masoor dal with uh, parsley.
0: Hmm. Mm.
1: Okay. Among meats, I like pork. Okay. You know? So, mm
0: that's it yeah there's a whole uh, whole lot of pork recipes and you know Bengalis
1: love fish
0: yes that's true but even yeah. your egg recipes one of them kind of reminds me the poached one kind of reminds me of the shakshuka you know it's sort of like I mean not really but maybe <laughs> because of tomato and stuff it sort of reminded me of you know the Israeli shakshuka recipe ah. maybe the po- poached and uh, oh the fried were egg curry no, not the fried. The, I think the poached, you drop the egg uh, in the curry. Which oh, yeah.
1: It? Yeah, You po- yes. the poached egg curry. Yeah,
0: yeah. That was my grandmother's
1: recipe, you know.
0: Very nice. Very nice. It's
1: very it's- light and it's very tasty. Yeah. Hmm. So,
0: talk about this uh, snowball pudding. What Miss Sharp taught my grandmother. So, let's talk oh, about yeah.
1: that. Uh, snowball pudding, you know... Uh, I think i mentioned, yeah, I have. Miss Sharp was a little British lady who used to come. uh, She used to work for the Oxford mission, if I'm not mistaken. And she used to come and visit my grandmother. And my grandmother Mm -hmm. was then, you know, uh, she was taking Bible lessons for some reason or other. And then Mm -hmm. they would exchange stories and so on. And she taught her how to cook snowball pudding. And then my Mm -hmm. mother taught me how to make it, you know. Uh, mm. It's very easy, but it's time-consuming, and you got to get the egg whites very stiff. Okay. Yeah. So, mm. yeah, I think the recipe is there. You just sort of uh, simmer milk, and you mm. drop in dollops of the egg white, and okay. they solidify. That is what that is why they call them snowballs.
0: Mm.
1: And with the egg yolk, you make the custard with vanilla and the rest of the milk, right? Wow, okay.
0: Yeah. That's so, like, it. this is truly multicultural. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that
1: is what I was aiming at, Manjula. You know, mm. the multiculturality of uh, the place and cuisine. Yeah? Mm.
0: Yeah. It's like more and more, you know, the, uh, a true cosmopolitanism seems to be lost or people don't seek it out anymore. I hope it isn't but it seems to mm. be in danger of yeah so talk about that you know talk about um, talk about you know being multicultural in a true sense and how that has affected you and you know uh,
1: you. multicultural okay uh, you know uh, the neighborhood where I grew up uh, mm. I think we were uh, we were the only, Bengali family. There was one other family that lived behind our house, but uh, mm. and they came from across the border. But we were oh. the only Bengali family. The rest of our neighbors were either Assamese or Khasi. So, mm. you know, uh, although at home, of course, we spoke Bengali, and you know, my mother insisted that we know more Bengali than we did because she was afraid that we would lose our cultural roots also and we went mm-hmm. to this very anglicized school yeah mm-hmm. so uh, so that is why you know we grew up uh, speaking many languages we spoke khasi we spoke uh, uh, a bit of nepali we spoke assamese we spoke bengali and english you know so mm-hmm. so you know if, if if you have a lot of languages in your uh, within your grasp, then you can also, you know, uh, reach out to other people of other cultures, yeah. Yeah. So we grew up like that, you know, and we never uh, we nobody ever gave us any kind of religious education for as such, you know, okay. or to say, you know. Uh, Oh, she is Muslim, or she is Hindu, or she is Christian. There was nothing of the sort. We celebrated Mm. all festivals. We went to everybody's house, you know. Um, Mm. Yeah, as one of my Muslim friends was saying the other day, you know, we would go to to the mosque. We would also uh, recite Hail Mary. It didn't matter. Mm. You know, your God is within you. That's what we were taught, Mm. you know, call him what you like so uh, and uh, because it it was uh, it's a cold
0: place right so you were also dressed similarly yes which brings me to that dress of your grandmother your paternal grandmother you've described it in great detail and <laughs> it, it sounds very <laughs> bizarre right it sounds very sweet. yeah like she fashioned it herself yeah yeah she did I don't know whether she felt very cold. I
1: don't think it was that, but I think more than that, she wanted to hide herself. I felt, you know, that must have been it, you know, not Mm. to show very much of herself. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So, which is why that peculiar thing, and it wasn't Mm. as if, you know, uh, she wasn't given shawls and cardigans and uh, socks and stuff like that. It wasn't like that, but she just kept them in her trunk. And stored Mm -hmm. them. And uh, she would go around with that little quilt around her head and a quilt like a cloak around her. And as I said in that story, she was mistaken Mm -hmm. by our domestic help as for a tiger, right? (laughs) In the dark.
0: (laughs) 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 Right. So, yeah. She she comes across as like a tragic figure, as does the in our sense. You yeah know, and, and your aunt uh, with the the button not Wait. so much maybe there, but you know that that sort of thing and 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 this whole backdrop of a a lost world, so mm. i meshed with with very nicely with recipes, so mm. i don't know was it a difficult book to write i mean did you did not you know? really no, no, because it was all there, you know, I
1: could hear the voices in my head, hmm. I just had to sort of put them down, hmm. so it wasn't difficult, really. What was difficult was, you know, to seg the uh, recipes with the stories. I had to find mm-hmm. a way to do that.
0: Hmm. Okay, okay. So, Talking about the voices in your head, I also found the bit about the paranormal. The that that a bit. Yeah. Interestingly creepy. So, yeah. that section. So, talk about that. And like you rightly said that the hills, you know, these these stories keep floating around even now, even though, the, you know, the yeah. place has changed. With, and all that's true. Because uh, when I
1: was posted in Darjeeling, uh, many of my students, uh, they would tell me about their stories how their great-grandfathers had come across from Nepal walking all the way and what ghosts they encountered and witches and shamans and this and that. So I said, okay, all right, let's do something. Let's just uh, start a research project and Mm -hmm. you go out into these villages, you gather stories, you come back and we'll put it all down. So we got um, a UGC uh, research uh, project grant, you know, and mm. uh, with that, they did it. And oh, it is true. The sim- stories are very similar, you know, mm. Who, which uncle recounts his falling in love with the churail, Uh oh, which God. grandfather had gone witch hunting. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's particularly true of the hills. Mm. I, there's always a, you know, resident ghost somewhere.
0: Mm. Why do you think that is? I mean, why do you think that the hills, you know, uh, have this, because it's close to nature, which is... Uh, oh, I think more,
1: so. I think it's because it's close to nature. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's just that we don't see trees and plants as life because they don't move. But there is something.
0: There is something there. Mm-hmm. And, and that, uh, really, that really scary section about, I don't know, finding bodies of uh, boys. Yeah. I mean, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That really happened? Those sort of things really happened? I mean, you know. Oh, yeah, of course. I won't
1: write about it otherwise, you know. Yeah. No. And we yeah. felt relatively slave because we were not khasi and we were female. Oh. But, uh, yeah, mm. yeah, that happened. And because we lived on the western edge of town where the reserve forest was, and then there was the government sericulture firm. That was a place where you had many waterfalls mm-hmm. and bushes and ruined shelters and so on. Uh, uh, so that is where these things happened because uh, very few
0: people went there. Oh. So these bodies mm-hmm. would turn up of like of children. No? Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. There were
1: hired killers for these things. Uh and uh, we also knew who they were. Everybody knew who they were. And they say, oh, st- uh, stay away from so-and-so. You know, mm-hmm. he's a hired killer. Yeah. It's it was really strange. Porn. Everyone knew who the town thief was. <laughs> Everyone knew who the killer was. Yeah. Oh, that's, you know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like that.
0: It was a little eerie. But then, you know, I don't know. So, yeah, so you've brought out all these things. And are you planning on something writing more? Because I think, like, there is more. To
1: uh, be- I don't know, really. I haven't thought. I've been thinking about something else I should do. Because after you finished writing one book, then you feel kind of, uh, there's a blank, you know. So I'm just waiting oh, for something to okay. fill it.
0: Yeah. I really know. Great. I'm sure something will and I'm sure it'll be something as interesting as this book. For the listeners, go out and get Spiced, Smoked, Pickled, Preserved, Recipes and Reminiscences from India's Eastern Hills by Indrani Ghosh. It's a very rewarding read and they're very good recipes as well. So it's, it's not just recipes. It's stuff to read as well and to think about. So I loved it. Thank you so much, Indrani. Thank you, Manjula. Bye. Bye.